Level up, level up. Never lose, should have had better luck. Trying to see a check, I'm running it up. Yeah, I do a lot, still ain't done enough. Level up, level up. Trying to see a check, I'm running it up. Yeah, I do a lot, still ain't done enough. Never lose, should have had better luck. I'ma wake him up from a slumber. Money ain't nothing but a thing. And the level ain't nothing but a number. Life ain't nothing but a game. Level up, level up. Never lose, should have had better luck. Trying to see a check, I'ma run it up. Yeah, I do a lot, still ain't done enough. Waking up, myth that he gave me a chance, and I'm rolling the dice. I do it all. Living like I'm trying to go for the platinum trophy in life. Who can you call? Really nobody, so you should just follow me on your device. And know if she's chilling with me, then it's bound to be chemical X and the sugar and spice. Game in the system, but game is the hobby. I'm probably cocky, but hide is wasabi. I mean, if it's beat, then you know where to find me. My kickers is ready, and so is my body. You should be running and telling your posse, and what's in the speakers, and what's in your potty. And she trying to kick it, but this ain't karate. Just keep that shit down while I'm watching Tsunami. I ain't saying I'm a super nerd, but I told you when we got involved, my idea of a perfect date is a PlayStation and some alcohol. I was role-playing on GTA. I'm a good guy, but I got it all. If the world should end, be the first to leave, but the last of us, acting naughty, dawg. Level up, level up. Never lose, should have had better luck. Trying to see a check, I'ma run it up. Yeah, I do a lot, still ain't done enough. Level up, level up. Trying to see a check, I'ma run it up. Yeah, I do a lot, still ain't done enough. Never lose, should have had better luck. I'ma wake him up from a slumber. Money ain't nothing but a thing, and the level ain't nothing but a number. Life ain't nothing but a game. Level up, level up. Never lose, should have had better luck. Tryna see a check, I'ma run it up. Yeah, I do a lot, still ain't done enough.
What's going on, people? Fame Entertainment here from Level1Gamer.com. Congratulations. You guys leveled up to 187. This is the Double XP Podcast. Lots of topics to talk about tonight. Uh, we got more of a update on what's happening with Call of Duty on PlayStation for at least the next couple of years. Uh, we're going to talk about a game that got a reiteration that might be the new benchmark for Can Your PC Run It? Uh, uh, we're going to talk about Blizzard. I can't get over Baron being an idiot. Blizzard having a new IP for the first time I don't know how long and Respawn giving us more Star Wars love. Before we get going, shout out to everybody in the chat. I do see you guys. Uh, Steph Flameser, uh, Logic's Mini Yeti. I see you guys in the chat rocking with us once again. Glorious Kev is in the building for the hug cast. If you guys are new to the channel, please do me a big favor and hit that like button. Don't forget to subscribe and also share the stream. I let people know we are live once again, trying to entertain you guys. Let's just start with the introductions. As usual, the man with the clamps, Citizen Snips. What's going on, everybody? I'm gonna keep my intro short. I really, I really ain't got too much to to mention because, as far as gaming goes, it's a good time. It's a good time to be alive, man. It's a good time to be here. It's a good time to be playing games. I just wish I had more time, but I still take some of that time to spend with y'all because I love you guys. Hey, pop finger hearts just for y'all, and they're like little crab claws too. See that? Huh. Next up, my right hand, wa man. The floor harder with the hard R. Still with the hard R. Okay. Uh, what's up, guys? <laughs> <laughs> Let me know how the audio is. Let Mama Hugger know how things are going. I'm excited to have Sam here. We're just gonna be uh, foolish. It's 187. It's a Wednesday in January on 2022, and I am excited to be here with everybody. Love you guys. Some of you guys may know this man from OnlyFans, uh, but we know him as the content, I'm the communication director at level1gaming.com. So if your email box is full, your DMs are full, that's because Baron J67 trying to get a hold of you, baby. Pick up the phone. What's going on, Chief? Well, you know, um, I'm out here willing and dealing. Uh, you know, Duck Duck Gray Duck is a thing. Shout out to Minnesota. Um, it, it, it is a wild experience. Um, everything from Duck Duck Gray Duck Vodka to the lacrosse team out that way shout out to them may they you know get clear skies all the way through but games 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 and games and can you run it is gonna be a new crazy topic once that crisis hits the market and i'm done next up d-a-l-l-a-z Man, man, we ain't here. Hey, look, man, what's crazy is I heard crisis and I'm like, you don't know my life because I swear that's what it was about. Um, <laughs> but, <laughs> but then you know, I started, I, I hopped on Twitter and I was like, oh, this is a thing, so you know, great. Um, so like, I feel it like Baron, me and Baron are on the same wavelength a lot, and um, so I'm gonna repeat what he said games, 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 let's get it. Last but not least, I mean, I go way back with this man, like two seats in the front of a Cadillac, way back. Writer for Windows Central, writer for Android Central, writer for iMore, verified on Twitter. My man, Sam, the White Wolf. What's going on, brother? Hey, man, it is good to be here. It it is really good to be here. God, how long has it been since we actually got a chance to talk, sit down Uh, together, much less podcast? It's it's been a while. I don't know, and that's... That's too long. Like the fact I don't know, too long. Uh, it, it's good to be here. Let's talk some games. 
Beautiful man. Shout out to y'all in soccer chat as my phone begins to blow up. Too. Wait. Uh, I see people in here. Ryan <laughs> Ginther, new name in the chat. Shout out to you, man, for coming through and rocking with us. We really appreciate it. We're going to get the ball rolling. We're going to jump right into Call of Duty on PlayStation, okay? Because that's been one of the biggest topics uh, in the gaming industry for the last week, week and a half, right? As we know, Microsoft did buy out Activision. Well, they have put in a bid to buy out Activision Blizzard. We know this isn't going through yet. Has to get some approvals. We're looking at possibly at the latest June of 2023 before it is a, a done deal. But the biggest news, the biggest thing that people have to worry about or they've been worried about is whether or not Call of Duty, the mainline games, will all of a sudden be exclusive to Xbox. You guys know my opinion about this. I believe that once uh, con contractual things are gone, I believe that the mainline games will be exclusive to Xbox. However, we are hearing today that the Activision has committed the next three games. Uh, the next two mainline games and Warzone 2 apparently will be on PlayStation. Uh, Sam, being our guest today, I want to swing it over to you and start with you. Your yeah. thoughts um, okay. on this deal. Now, is, is this continue going to be... Um, I'm sure what they signed was like a marketing deal. So is it possible that this deal goes through and we still get first on PlayStation? Oh, yes, yeah, so that's a good point. It is definitely a marketing deal, Fame, because like you can't have a marketing deal for a game and then not get the version of the game. Like it's just, it's just implicit in the wording and, and lawyers do these things, you know, legalities. They know how it is. I think it's a good question. Um, I know Phil Spencer's tweet has been like the talk of the town and it will continue to be the talk of the town uh, through the rest of the year. My thoughts are that desire is a very particularly interesting word. I can desire a lot of different things. That doesn't mean it's actually going to happen. I can desire to eat donuts and get a six pack, but you know, like it, it ain't going to happen. It, it ain't going to happen, man. Not going to come through. So I don't know. I'm sure he's putting some offer on the table to PlayStation to keep it happening. But whatever those terms are, I don't think they're going to agree to it. But with this latest report, my thinking is they want Warzone 2 because Warzone is based on older tech from uh, from the Call of Duty engine. It's a branch of, I think, Infinity Ward's engine. They want a new mm -hmm. one that'll be current gen only, take advantage of the consoles, high-end PCs, wipe the slate clean. That will continue to be on PlayStation. After that, Call of Duty, which we are also hearing it won't be an annual franchise anymore, that it might go like every other year or something like that. I hope that is the case. Yes. I really hope that is the case. Please, for the love of God, let Toys for Bob actually make kids games again crazy concept <laughs> um and that will continue to be on playstation and then i think after that the premium paid call of duties will be xbox exclusive we'll see that's that's my read on the situation baron i want to ask you this because if if there's a deal in place and Phil Spencer says he will honor them which i believe right so we're looking at um whether DLCs first on PlayStation, whatever they agree to do, which is typically first on PlayStation, uh, beta first on PlayStation. Now, if you guys have noticed, we don't have a single Call of Duty game in Game Pass. Is there any possible way that somehow there's some type of contractual way doing this when this deal goes through that Microsoft still can't put Call of Duty, even though it's a first party IP, day one in Game Pass? I, <clears throat> I wonder how that's going to work because we like only reference I have is what happened with the Bethesda deal. Like you look at that scenario and as soon as it went, even I want to say almost around the time they big announced it, they slowly started rolling pat previous games onto the um, game pass ecosystem. And then once it fully went through, that's when you've seen almost everything, just the big, uh, I want to say they went like all the Wolfenstein, all the doom, like they really went all the way. Um, 
Now, what trips me out about this, and I, I feel like that would be the biggest way to like poke them in the eye. Like, hey, yeah, you guys get all the marketing, you get all the commercials, you get all it is, but it'll now be day and date on Game Pass at no extra cost. Like, yeah, go ahead. You get all the commercials, but then right at the end of it. Well, would they even be able to market Xbox along? Like, that's the thing. That's and, and like, that's, that's the tricky how, part of it. Like, how can you, if you have a deal in place and you're going to honor that deal, everything about Call of Duty has to say PlayStation. So you can't say, first on PlayStation, also get a day one on Game Pass. Like, I, I'm <laughs> starting to worry if they will even be in Game Pass because of the deal with Sony. I wonder if it's going to be I'm more I'm more interested in seeing how the marketing actually looks because you can't hide who developed the game or who's the publisher behind the game. So what what's it going to look like? You got all this PlayStation, first tier on PlayStation, first tier on PlayStation, and then right as the commercials getting ready to go dark, it, you hear boom, and then it just the Xbox logo. Like <laughs> I, what if Xbox markets some type of um, tagline like day one on Game Pass? Like they actually work that in to like the company motto. Man, and then I, that's now <laughs> on I, every game. <laughs> I'm willing to bet, and I, 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 I want to get your thoughts bouncing back to you. Sam. I'm willing to bet there'll be a lawsuit in hand somewhere. Right? If you got the marketing deal, but you're talking about the platform that doesn't have the marketing deal. I'm sure that's some sort of lawsuit in there somewhere. Yeah, it depends on the exact legalities of the contract. There have been some indie games that have like come to PlayStation Plus and Game Pass at the same time. That has happened a couple times, but and they had like co-marketing. They would just do an Xbox wire post and a PlayStation blog post. That's the exception, not the rule. Um, I don't know. It's tough. I, I think this issue definitely only affects this year's game and then perhaps more importantly because the deal will have closed by then next year's game after that it's just xbox takes over they swoop in they handle the marketing and all that and, and it's on game pass but i don't know it's a good question regarding these two games yeah i'm i'm, I'm wondering mm-hmm. what is no go ahead d i was trying to see what the hell was going on going on with hugger go ahead d <laughs> I'm trying to find out what's going on with cornholio over here <laughs> 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 I need duty for my Game Pass. <laughs> We're in a silly mood. <laughs> I mean, you know where you came. You know what this is. <laughs> On your mom. So, I'm sorry. Oh, oh, whoa. 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 I will oh. see my HR self out. <laughs> stay, stay in school, kids. Who calls HR on HR? Go ahead, Dallas. Sorry, go ahead, um, Dallas. I just wanted to remind y'all not to smoke marijuana. Marijuana is bad, McCoy. Um, so, I, what was I saying? Dang, y'all threw me all the way off. So, like, at the end of the day, I don't do they really have to carry that much? Because, um, a, how long is this? Are these contracts lasting for it? Right? How long? How long is this deal actually lasting? Um, at the end of the day. When you got something in your pocket, like it's if it doesn't matter if, say, for example, money is burning a hole in your pocket. When it's time for you to spend it, you can throw it. You know what I mean? Like it, it doesn't matter how long that money burns a hole in your pocket. You still have it. So, like at the end of the day, how like how long is it? 
even going to matter for. Well, from what we're seeing, we're, we're looking at, at at least it depends on when Warzone Two, from what Sam is saying, which is would be a next gen version of Warzone. If if is that a it, will that release at the same time frame as one of these mainline Call of Duties? Does it release that's, after the fact? That's what we're hearing from the Bloomberg report is that Warzone Two would like accompany 2023's premium COD. Okay. Um, so so really, it, it's kind of misleading, right? Because the phrasing is the next three COD games, but in reality, it's just this year and next year. So you're looking um, at two years. Instead, two so years. In my mind, I was thinking three. I'm thinking three games, three years. But no, as you're saying, no. if it's accompanying the, the, what maybe next year's um, 2023 Call of Duty, if it accompanies that, then you're looking at two years before possibly you're getting these games only on Xbox, which in my right. opinion... And uh, Snips brought this up last, I believe last week when Snips looked it up. And I'll get to you, Snips. The last 10 years, Call of Duty has been one of the, if not the highest, highest selling game. So, more, more years leads, than not. Yeah. That yeah. leads me to believe that people will buy a console just for Call of Duty because they'll also have Call of Duty Madden and 2K. But, Snips, why I got you here, I, I know you're. Um, really good at, at at legality stuff at times as we we learned on the back end of certain things. Uh, your your thoughts on on Call of Duty uh, on PlayStation and uh, Xbox sticking to the deals that were signed pre purchase? Uh, unfortunately, the way these things go is really all we can go off of is what they tell us. Um, and as of right now, Phil Spencer's official stances that we plan to honor the contracts currently in place. Um, no mention of future, of course. That's smart. Why would you talk about something years down the road when you don't know what could happen? Maybe they'll get with Sony and write a new contract where it's like, yeah, you can still have COD, but you're going to pay us for it. Um, there's there's options all over the table right now. What Microsoft is gaining is, is negotiating power. They're gaining positioning. They're gaining leverage. Um, that if Sony wants access to these franchises, well, yeah, we can talk, but you, you better bring your wallet with you is, is usually how that stuff goes. Um, and we, the thing about it is we don't see the contracts themselves. Um, so the current contracts that are in existence, we don't know if we saw them, they'd probably be like this thick to cover <laughs> one single chapter. Um, those things are ridiculous and the language they're written in 99% of people wouldn't know what the hell they're talking about anyway. Um, so maybe that contract has an existing clause to cover the event of a, an acquisition of the studio. Um, maybe it already has a clause to cover the possibility of simultaneous release with Game Pass and, and Sony. We really don't know what's in there already. Um, usually these lawyers are pretty damn good at what they do at this level, and they're pretty thorough. So um, if there was an eventuality that could be predicted, they probably snuck something in there to cover for it. But if not, they can always get back together and discuss it again. Um, so yeah, the, the, the long and short of it is right now we know that Microsoft plans to honor what's in place We'll see what happens in the future when we get there. Aside from that, anything else is just speculation. You just kind of have to sit and wait, see what happens. Yeah. Speaking of honoring what's in place, really, I want to address a comment in the chat before I swing over. Uh, Mini Eddie asked in the chat, "What about Overwatch Two? Will that be exclusive?" Shout out to see that's why, why we got the man Sam in here, man. That man already got the knowledge ready to go. He says Overwatch Two and Diablo Four have PS verse, PS Four versions announced, so Microsoft will likely honor those, and I believe that. As well to be true, if it's announced for a certain console, they're not going to pull it at that point. Uh, you're looking at you know whatever comes after the fact, which we'll talk about here in a little bit. Uh, but Hugger, you you such an, an amazing move. Uh, I want to get your thoughts about uh, what, what what we're seeing and, and what you think is coming out of this uh, Call of Duty uh, being at, on PlayStation for at least the next two, maybe two and a half years. Uh, like Snip says, we have no idea what 
these contracts look like. They are so thick and we don't mm. even want to start A-T-H-I reading. THI triple C. Yeah. <laughs> Ooh, triple C. That's thick. Yeah. We have no idea about this Latin language that they use in this. And there's probably so many clauses and all that in there. Um, I think moving forward after maybe some timed exclusives because people also forget that uh, Rise of Tomb Raider came out first on Xbox with a six-month exclusivity deal and then went to PlayStation. So things things can change. Things happen all the time. And I'm just... I don't play Call of Duty enough to, like, super care, but it is what it is. And it also depends on how the game's... Uh, uh, what, do they, what do they do? Uh, <laughs> how well they perform. Because there if it's we anything, go. <laughs> anything like a Battlefield 2042 that's gone free to play, um, some a lot of that stuff might change. So, yeah, that's, who knows? that's true. If, if even if this, you know, in doing the rest of this existing contract, if sales of COD happen to drop, um, it, then it could be in Microsoft's best interest to be like, hey, Sony, let's talk again and and let's give this game Most more accessibility, make it available on your console, and we can get some some money out of it too. Um, I, I, I think- agree. I just want to interject something. Vanguard is the poorest selling Call of Duty in the last 10 years. Vanguard has and, not been doing well, yeah. And it's still the best selling game of the year across <laughs> every platform. <laughs> so, you know, understand. Call of Duty's bad year is a year that any other AAA dev would murder and yep. just murder wantonly in order to achieve. So I think that context does have to be put in there. But I agree with what you're saying, to yeah. be clear. Because, like, yeah, they, they're. They're greedy. They want all the money. They don't want a little bit <laughs> yeah. of the money. They want all the money. Like, we're still the top, but we're not as top as we were last time, and that's a yeah. problem. That's a problem. What that's do you problem, mean ten percent dip yeah. above right? infinity? I oh, only <laughs> cut my I only I only cut myself a three hundred and fifty million dollar bonus, okay? How am I supposed to ensure the future of my children's 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 children if I can't get myself my usual five hundred million dollar bonus? What the hell, guys? Yep. Burning yeah, gonna, be living in a box <laughs> by the end of the week. I'm gonna I'm I'm swing it over to uh, to D Man for the last word on this topic before we move on. Oh man, I'm over here dying. Um, I really didn't have nothing like nothing substantial to say. Only just acknowledging the fact that right now is when us as games media kind of run around like chickens with our heads cut off. Like now is 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 the fun speculation time now is the time where you know people smack each other in the back of the head and say no you're stupid your opinion is wrong even though none of it actually matters (laughs) like this is the fun part um and being uncle phil you just get to sit back and watch and sip your 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 coffee your tea your whatever your whiskey whatever and um and just not say a gosh darn thing um because like it's why would you um, you don't need besides to. Besides that, yeah, you don't need to, and it wouldn't help you at all to to anyway. Like, uh, you know, make sure you got it in your pocket before you open your mouth and say something crazy. Um, but yeah, I just want to acknowledge the fact that this is gonna be really fun to watch. It it, it is gonna be fun, and um, I do want to address uh, something in the chat, and I'll swing over to you, Sam. Of course, uh, I believe this may have. It might have been this news might have broken that came from Windows Central. If I'm wrong, I apologize, but I'm gonna give y'all credit for it anyway. Um, that Apple could make uh make it a console because the rumor they are poaching Xbox engineers. And any thoughts about Apple getting into this console game and, and poaching engineers from Xbox? 
Uh, I haven't heard that. I don't know if we covered that. I feel like I would have seen it, but uh, but we might have. I, I I would need to double check. We we do a lot of stuff. Um, I believe it, but also good luck. Like I, it would not surprise me if Apple's trying to make a console, but also, boy howdy, you have an uphill battle. Like even <laughs> even using the App Store, even being entrenched, we've seen it with Google, we've seen it with Stadia, we're seeing it with Amazon falling on its face right now. Gaming is a weird market. It's just such an intersection of capitalism, but also still a spark of creativity that the rest of capitalism just doesn't have that you you can't brute force your way in, even if you have all the cash in the world. Um, I don't know. So, like, I believe it, but also I don't believe they'll get very far. We'll see. And the air vents are going to be this big. Right, right. $50 cleaning cloth. There's definitely an unhealthy level of brand loyalty in gaming for sure. Oh, I mean, we're seeing that like and just that, yeah. live. We're, we're that, watching that, that impact. In too. Don't forget, Bungie debuted Halo on the Mac. So Mac has been a gaming they thing did. in the past. That was a thing that I wasn't aware of until the that wasn't Halo, that was Xbox on. No, it's Halo. Mm. <laughs> hey, Xbox On was a great documentary. Seriously, it was go amazing. watch that. Go watch that if you have not watched it. Incredible documentary. I'm, I'm gonna jump into this last comment before we switch topics, which it's not really a switch because we're still talking about uh, Xbox. Uh, Tay Talk says I don't, uh, I don't think Apple or any other tech giants are taking the gaming industry seriously. Their best bet is the streaming option and uh, app stores. Um, I can see. I, I I just don't see. I think right now the competitive scene between Xbox, PlayStation, Nintendo is too tight knit. I just don't see anyone else coming in and making any sort of dent. I mean, um, if Atari gamers, can't come in to... and do it, I don't know who's yeah. going to do it. And Atari is the OGs. You you have you have to prove yourself to gamers, and I don't care if you have the world's most popular phone. That that means nothing to us people who buy consoles every couple of years. So go ahead, B. I'm, I'm going to switch over to uh, the topic. You you bring up the streaming service aspect of it. And what what I worry about is like how... I, I feel like they're we all know they're competing for the streaming. Like that's, mm-hmm. that's what's going on. Back in 2020, when Phil Spencer was talking about competing with Amazon and Google, like this is what he was referring to. So in saying that, I wonder what maybe Apple is just coming out with a i don't know a controller an adapter to hook up to your tv uh maybe it's not even necessarily uh a full-fledged console because maybe they know we can't i can't get you but i can get the the mom who loves who spends so much screen time playing this like my my wife she plays mini games on her phone all day so imagine if they could figure out a way to convert her over to a tv to a monitor maybe to a bigger screen i don't know but I, I could I could see that. Like it wouldn't even and then you already know most people when they get caught up in one ecosystem, they tend to stay there. Like I know people with Apple, well, I need a MacBook because I have an iPhone. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, so it now you link in the gaming aspect to it. it it's maybe it's a long, long term thing. So I do wanna uh switch gears here just a tad bit. Um and I'm and I'm gonna switch over to you, uh, Snips. I know you you don't play it as much, but you used to stream a lot, a lot of Overwatch. Mm-hmm. And coincidentally, Overwatch was the last IP we got out from Blizzard. But now we're hearing that they uh, do have a new project going, it's supposed to be a triple A survival um RPG. 
And mm-hmm. I want to get your thoughts on on this. Uh, there isn't much details about it. Just the fact that Blizzard's making a new IP. And for those who are, who are going to ask, I am I'm willing to put not my whole paycheck, but I'm willing to put five dollars <laughs> on the line to tell you this game will likely be exclusive to Xbox. Your thoughts on on Blizzard and your faith on Blizzard making a brand new from scratch IP that's not you know a shooter. I think it's I think it's fairly long overdue. Um, I mean, Blizzard does have, they've, they've got a solid history when it comes to, to games. The reason that it's so rare for them to have a new IP is because the ones that they do have are already so successful and continually successful that it's like, I'm, I'm going to keep milking this cash cow that doesn't look like it's going to be falling over anytime soon. So it's, it's nice that they are doing something new. I think it's about time, um, breathe some, some fresh life into the studio and hopefully, um, I'm sure this game's still going to be quite a ways off, but, but hopefully with a uh, new Microsoft leadership coming in, um, it can create a healthier culture and environment for all the employees there. As we know, that's been a, a big issue. Um, and that can kind of lead to a, a better game. I do believe having a happy, healthy workforce is, is good in anything that you do and especially in games. Um, so I, I'm, I'm really curious to see, man. I, I love RPGs. Uh, survival elements always been something that I'm kind of interested in. So I'd like to learn more about this game. Um, but it, like when anything else, when it comes to gaming, I'm, I'm not in a rush. I've got a massive backlog. I can barely play my, my biggest issue is I try and play too many different games at once. So I end up making incremental progress in all of them and never really getting yep. to the end. Um, so it's, that, that's my struggle. I've got stuff to play. If I want to play games, um, I'm always looking for more though. So if, if you got it, I'm going to be looking at it and, um, you know, coming off the back of games like wow, Diablo, um, Overwatch now with with Overwatch two looming and and hopefully coming sometime in the next year or two. You can you've proven you can do good stuff, so I have reason to believe that you can do good stuff again. And more than likely, if it's anything like these others, the way they approach their their IPs with this kind of mindset of longevity and creating a true franchise out of it, it could be another huge thing on the on the cusp. So I'm I'm hyped for it, man. I think it could be cool. Sam, y- y- your thoughts on on Blizzard? Um, announcing a new IP that we would guess is the the an Xbox exclusive because it is something that it's a, just a project at this point. Yeah, presumably the first Xbox exclusive to come mm-hmm. from Blizzard. Um, it's good. It's good. Survival games aren't my thing per se. Uh, I tend to shy away from more of them than I do like actually get into them. But you know, I'm interested. I like Grounded. Grounded is fun. You know, so there's exceptions to every rule. Um, I think Blizzard is interesting, right? Because they're very much like Bethesda Game Studios in that a Blizzard game is supposed to be an event. It's supposed to be something you set your watch around. It's supposed to be something that like shakes up the industry. The difference is it's just a little more ridiculous that they take forever because Bethesda is like 500 people and Blizzard's like 5,000. So uh, (laughs) five year waits, a little ridiculous. Hopefully this isn't five years. It probably will be. Uh, What is interesting, I have seen some people talking about this in the chat is that a lot of Blizzard employees are saying, like, this is a team to get hyped about. Even Jason Schreier, I believe, great work, Chris, has said, like, even the jaded employees who have left are like, no, this team is awesome. Like, these people are doing great work. They're really on to something here. So that's got me more interested than, like, I otherwise would be. Uh, definitely something I'm going to put a pin in, keep keep a close eye on. Hug, I know you play um you play survival games. You're into survival genre. Any any thoughts, aspirations, or uh, hope behind this new Blizzard IP that we haven't seen in a very long time? Uh, no, no hopes, no aspirations. Um, because I mean we've gotten full 
gameplay sections for games that have been canceled. So I'm excited uh, that it is a new IP from them. But uh, there's other games that I am more excited for them from. God dang it! To like see Diablo from them, 4? Diablo Four. Um, <laughs> uh, obviously, the return of Lilith, my queen. Okay, I'm excited for that. Um, maybe Overwatch too, because I do like to do the PV PVE stuff, and I like to get a little drunk and play Overwatch. So I'm excited for that. Um, but yeah, I don't. I don't. It could be a game that is totally not in my wheelhouse, even if it is an RPG. Just I'm excited for the team to get to do what they want now after 20 plus years of riding those wheels till the wagon fall, fell down. So, Snips, I want I want to bounce back to you really quick because we we brought up Overwatch two a couple of times here, and I know you, again I know you play a lot of Valorant now. Um, but when we, we when you first met uh, as friends, I knew you as this guy plays Overwatch re- religiously, right? Uh, always in your streams as you watch Overwatch. Uh, was Overwatch two is, is Overwatch two necessary, or should there have just been fixes and mm-hmm. updates to the current Overwatch? Was Overwatch two really like is that needed? In a perfect world, no. Um, because of how convoluted Overwatch had gotten with the attempted balance patches and fixes and updates and new characters and stuff that kept just shifting things further and further out of whack and it became too much to try and grab control of, I do think Overwatch 2 became necessary. It became necessary for them to have, I'm not going to call it a hard reset, but a soft reset to be like, well, hang on, let's rebuild everything from scratch to where all these elements we're familiar with and we can kind of, from the ground up, see how they all interact with each other, all these different abilities, all these different heroes. Um, whereas with Overwatch, to keep adding stuff in and in, like, you could test this thing as much as you want, but until that dude who plays 20 hours a day or that pro who grinds this stuff for a living gets in there and starts messing with heroes and tries things that you never even thought to try or none of your QA testers thought to try and says, oh, this is broken and I can abuse this at a competitive level. You're like, shit, man, <laughs> come on, give me a break. Um, so you, you'll like it, Overwatch got to that kind of point where it was like, it doesn't matter how much beta testing you do before you release a new hero or a new ability or tweak something. The full implications of it aren't going to be known to you until you release it out into the wild. And it became too much to try and manage um, too many different things interacting in too many different ways. And as soon as you change one, it ruins something else that was good about the game. So I think Overwatch 2 is a good point for them to take a step back and say, hang on, from the ground up, let's rebuild all of this, make sure it's going to work well together. And I think there's, it's, it became necessary, yes, over the towards the end of, of Overwatch's life cycle. Just want a, a you- quick... Sh- oh, I'm going to get to you real... Once I don't give a quick shout-out to the chat. Uh, Dragonheart, Yobi TV is in here, Vested, Pixelbit G, uh, Chocolock. I see you guys are here, man. I appreciate you guys rocking with us. Go ahead, B. Um, do you think that i know this is a rough comparison um but i mean they're both first person shooters do you think overwatch 2 is going to fall into that same issues that like destiny 2 did like i know for me i i really did get big into destiny after the first major um first major update that kind of gave some life to the world but then destiny 2 hit and everything that in my opinion they just got absolutely right towards the end of the life of d1 D2 in the beginning was just missing it. And it was just like, they took away the RNG now, but this is where I know that's completely different, at least from what I understand of Overwatch. Do you think they're going to hit that wall of losing a lot of what made it special 
in the beginning and then pull the whole it's not Overwatch 2. Now it's just Overwatch. Like <laughs> and and there's there's recency bias in this too from the Overwatch community, a lot of people, because they've been playing it for so long. Um it's the same reason why you saw WoW Classic be released, is there's people playing WoW who had that nostalgia of, man, I wish the way things used to be. I remember them being so great when it came out. And then a lot of those people who ended up playing it after a while were like, oh, yeah, like the nostalgia cool th- thing is fun, but all these stuff that's in the new one kind of starting to make sense now. Like I didn't remember all of this necessarily. Um, so putting that part aside, Overwatch, it, right now the current mindset among the, the, the general populace is it was great. Um, it, it hit its peak kind of like two years into its, into its, its maturity. And then it started to decline with, oh, I, this character was released and I really hated them and they broke the game. And then things just kept getting worse and worse and worse and worse. So I think the difference is destiny was a game that towards its end was very, very highly received overwatch right now is in a state where it's the general opinion is kind of poor of it. Um, so it's, it's, it has the tendency, I think, or the potential to do the opposite. I think that breath of fresh air is going to be like, oh yes, this is what I liked about original overwatch, but it's still different. And it has this new stuff. And then there's always the chance that after two, three, four years of being out, adding in more heroes and more things, you're going to break stuff again. You're going to have to start over with overwatch three. Um, that's kind of, I guess that's kind of the cycle of those types of games. Um, and really the main distinction I would make between those two, aside from, their general perception during like the release curve is Overwatch is a primarily, well, right now exclusively PvP, but Overwatch 2 will be a primarily PvP game with some PvE elements. I feel like Destiny is the opposite of that. It's a primarily PvE game that has some PvP elements that people like, not to say that those fans are any less appreciative of the game or anything, but it's not the game's core element. I think Destiny 2 is we're PvE first, Here's cool PvP to go along with it. And now Overwatch 2 is going to try that. We're PvP first. Here's this cool PvE to go with it. I want to go to the chat, then I'm going to swing over here to Dallas. Uh, John Collins in the chat said, gamers go where the games are, not overhype. Uh, Frizzle said, first time here, joining the conversation. Thank you, Frizzle. We appreciate you coming through. Uh, Vesta said, cheers, level one. was great to hear you uh, on ILP. Hey, I love the guys at ILP, men and Iron Lords. Those are brothers over there. Uh, we, we love them. They, they family. Um uh dragon is proud of you and the team keep up the great work we'll do put you guys appreciate you guys rocking with us and i'm gonna move this question over to you uh dallas uh from tate talks he says question for you guys um do you feel the activision purchase was overhyped um from the gaming industry perspective for sure but from a console perspective do you think there's too much because i mean this is the daily conversation every single day every podcast uh, it's every conversation on Twitter. Uh, Dallas, do you feel like that we uh, may be overhyping this acquisition of Activision Blizzard? Uh, yes and no. Because, like, on one hand, how long did the conversation last for Bethesda? You know what I mean? Like, how, it how went long on, did it, we... It, it went on for a while. You see um, what I'm saying? And, yeah. and you know why, though? Because it's a big freaking deal. Um, like, you don't really see... You don't really see acquisitions, I guess, if to use this word of that magnitude. Like, like I feel like I'm overhyping it using that word, but um, it's true. Like, you don't you don't see a whole lot of that. And then for the same company to turn around and grab something as big as Activision Blizzard, pause. Um, that at the time that it that they picked them up, under the circumstances that they picked them up under, you know what I mean? It's it's mm-hmm. 
it's kind of I, I can't really say whether or not it's worthy of being talked about that much for that long and for that to be the entire news cycle um but i have to say i can wholeheartedly understand why um so i know i, I know i kind of like sidestep your question a little bit but um yes and no i'm but, i'm gonna go ahead oh my bad uh, I, I had a question for y'all. Um, so, with the with because uh, I didn't really get to speak my piece on on the survival game. I'm not gonna lie. The uh, the concept art makes it look like they're going for something interesting, right? Um, but are we just going to ignore that the world's greatest survival game is going to release with Vin Diesel in it? Um, and Whoa. the Whoa. question Calm is, <laughs> the world's greatest survival game. Um, and and clearly, clearly you saw the tribe in the trailer, so it's clearly it's about family. Um, we're not. So the question is, do you think that this game is going to need the rock? Um, (laughs) listen, you know what's funny? We are talking about the rock tomorrow on take two. So, (laughs) (laughs) but go ahead, I'm and, and that's oh, the question because it don't have because with him it don't have to be about family. It's about drive. It's about power. It's about like, oh, <laughs> stay humble and devour. But, in the yeah, Ter- Terramana. <laughs> What's it called? No, but hey, <laughs> look. Oh my god. I okay with with the back to Tay Talks' question, right? <laughs> um, from a pure console perspective, because outright we know the Candy Crush deal of it all was, in my opinion, the biggest, like, that King. overall. That's King, 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 was King was the biggest, in my opinion, like, overall, like, just world, King was the biggest thing out of that whole thing. Because, of course, we're gamers. This is what we do. You know, we, we try to get on the consoles. We want to talk specifically about that. But in terms of business, I think the grabbing the mobile marketing that to that level, 200 and something million concurrent players at any given moment, or any given month, like that's ridiculous, and that game is riddled with microtransactions. They made over a billion in 2020. Tell them about Mobile One game now, now, straight up console wise, like why should I care as a console gamer? Call of Duty sells consoles. It does. Once Call of Duty becomes any form or fashion exclusive, it's either going to be a Game Pass mover or an Xbox mover. Because I'm going to be honest, I still to this day do not get the vibe and feel that Microsoft is trying to sell me an Xbox. I feel they are trying to sell trying me to sell Game you Game Pass. Pass. Mm-hmm. That's, I've always believed that. I've never had the urge to go buy a Series X. It's always been to go subscribe to Game Pass. And it worked. Uh, and it worked. They, made you like, buy a X. they get my it, 1624 it, every single month, baby. Take it. <laughs> take it. Take my money. But, like, so in saying that, this was definitely a console mover, and it even I like the price that is that alone is enough to hoot and holler about and go crazy for the next year over. It's a lot of money, and then we don't even know the ramifications of it in, in terms of what like we you know we we're still that's what all this is about the debate and stuff. But in terms of this being a big deal, yes, this is a big deal. You're gonna see a drop off of PlayStation players once the um once you see call of duty become either no extra cost on game pass or some form of pure exclusivity or whatever you're gonna see a movement of because it's the casuals that move the market 
It's not us. It, all these people on this panel, we are not the big decision makers when it comes to how games move and which one. Like, we like to think so, but that's not the case. We are we're the, not. We're we, the suckers. They get our money. We're no the suckers. What. Bro, we're the ones who buy games that are still in plastic just because we want to make sure to have it. Like, still still in plastic. Like, still in plastic. We, we're We're those people. Some this is somebody's only game they're buying this year. Shin Megami Tensei Five. Like this, this is you know. But we're we're the we're the you know the casuals move the market. Call of Duty is Madden. a casual okay. mover. Two K Madden and all of those games are pretty soon you're gonna be able to find from the way it looks if things Anytime. go according to plan. You're gonna see it on Game Pass when you see something happen and it has such a ripple effect. Like what happened to Stocks. Uh, Yeah, I knew he dipped. I want to address something in the chat really quickly. Uh, Dragon Hearts, uh, Yobi TV. To be honest, I don't mind Sony, Microsoft, and Nintendo buying studios. I just don't want Tencent to get any more. They're down near sixty-five to seventy-eight percent of gaming industry is scary. I don't mm-hmm. like Tencent. Um, mainly before I didn't really have a, a a thought in them, but according to Alana Pierce. Tencent and Leslie doesn't like black people. Uh, they don't want black people in some movies that we're working on. So, yeah, that's I'm always have a hatred for Tencent. Uh, John Collins says, for it to be announced so early, they have to know something. We don't. It's, go, it's going through. Uh, I, I still think, I think, Mike, I, I, don't, I don't see the third largest uh, gaming company being looked at as a monopoly. Because that only makes them the third largest gaming company, right? I, don't see, I, I, I see it going through. And, uh, the, and Fame, I just got to interject there. Oh, go ahead. They just let Tencent the biggest, which is the biggest by gaming revenue by Sumo Digital. So, oh, co- come on. Oh, snaps. They got that oh, new racer? Yeah, they, they proved that. So, like, if they approve the first place leader doing stuff like that, third place, it's, no. P- exactly. People shouting Monopoly, like, chill. Chill. Thank hey, you. man, real talk, everybody's in the chat, you guys are awesome. Uh, keep keep chatting, I'm gonna keep reading these out, man. If you guys are watching, hit that thumbs up button. We really appreciate it. it helps us grow. Shout out to everybody that's watching. I'm gonna read a few more here. Um, the salt monsters always the casuals, like Barry was saying. Yes, they move the needle, COD, Madden, 2K. If they can get all three of those on one place and they can't get one of the three on somewhere else, that's where they're going to go. Uh, Tay Talk says, um, oh, he's talking to Vested. I'm sorry. Um, John Collins said, Game Pass broke uh, me of my spending habits. Yes, indeed, especially when you think, man, this game might be in Game Pass in three months. Let me play some games on in my backlog and boom, before you know it, it's in Game Pass. Uh, Frizzle says, I will love mouse and keyboard uh, for the new Blizzard game on my Xbox. I can't afford to get the game in PC. Uh, Jay Rampert, um, who just came in and said, when it comes to monopolies, Xbox is not number one in revenue, nor they have the most studios. The acquisition will pass with a breeze. I do believe so. Day, I do believe so. Uh, many, yeah, the Sekiro 2 game pass day one. Maybe I know Activision published the first Sekiro. Uh, I don't know if they maybe had some type of deal in place to publish the second one. Um, maybe that could be a thing too. where we can see it in Game Pass. You you never really know. Uh, any more thoughts on this before we switch? Uh, we switch up panel. We good to go? All right, <laughs> listen. Crisis Four was announced, and it is uh destined to melt PCs. Uh, it looks like this will be the new. Can you run it? Uh, <laughs> we're gonna swing around the room. Uh, Hugger, your thoughts on Crisis Four? Are, are you a Crisis fan at all? No. Um, Crisis, I said this last night on COGS, Crisis has never been a great game. It's a standard military shooter that's basic at best. 
Um, and it's not going to be a can you run it? Because if you want a can you run it, go get Microsoft Light Sim. That will melt your PC, no matter how good you think it is. Um, that is a hard game to run on any system. If people, you know what? If people enjoy Crisis, go, go be hyped for this. Uh, I would be, it'd be interesting to see what engine they're going to run it on if they're going to stick with Crytek or move to uh, Unreal, because that would mm. be interesting. Because I don't know how Crytek is is still doing, but um, wasn't good last time I checked. So. Crisis, enjoy it if you guys enjoy it. If you don't enjoy it, cool. But uh, yeah, it's not going to be a PC melter. Um, Sam, um, I, I know she kind of brought this up. I know we had we did hear that uh, Crytek uh, they might have been into some money issues at some point. But uh, Crisis Four and not Rise Two, man, the greatest video game of all time that all games adapted what they what they made up. Rise <laughs> uh, invented gaming. So, um, yeah, but yeah, he's weeping at no rise two. He's, there he's you weeping. Go. But your thoughts on Crisis Four and uh, man, where, where's Rise Two, man? Where's that? Okay, so on Crisis Four, cautiously optimistic. I, I'm very cautiously optimistic that this could be good. Um, I love the original Crisis. I, I will push back that the original Crisis uh, adapts freeform combat and movement in excellent ways. Two and three, two more so than three, kind of lost the plot. Those are very standard military shooters. Good-looking ones, but military shooters. Uh, but the original Crisis just has a freedom that most shooters cannot hope to match. Uh, it, it, Far Cry tried, and it, it just doesn't come close. So I want Crisis 4 to go back to the roots. I want Crisis 4 to be really good. We'll see what happens. This, and I actually made a comment about this on Twitter. This, uh, alongside some other news we'll talk about, I think, later on the docket, is very much a, hey, we're recruiting. This this game isn't even remotely done yet. Like, come on over here and help us make this game. We'll see you in five, six years. So um, we'll see how it goes. We'll see how it goes. I think it's too early to get excited, but I am optimistic because Crytek, Crytek used to be huge, man. Crytek used to be huge, and they have taken a beating over the last few years. So I'd like to see them get better. Because Crytek was one of the ones that people were screaming for Microsoft to buy. You know, I, yeah. I don't think anyone, and I don't want to keep going back to the Activision thing, right? But people will scream out a lot of different things, Crytek being one of them, uh, yeah. that Microsoft should go and grab out. Because, I mean, it, it is a it is a fairly uh, a, a good engine that, that can create some beautiful some beautiful games. Uh, D, uh, Crisis 4, man, is, is that is that in your wheelhouse? You know, the, the extent of my, like, Crisis knowledge, for the most part, is just the meme. Um, like when I first really started to engage with Game Pass, that was one of my um like play catch up series that I, I decided that I was going to try. Um, I got part way into the first game and just realized I wasn't digging it as much like as I was other games I was playing at the time, and I just dropped it. Um, so like that's that's literally my whole my whole interaction with crisis and i don't know it past the meme so i guess i should ask y'all is it is it really worth the legend you know what i mean like is it worth um like what we hear from gamers uh like i guess in our generation but the ones that like to still talk about the olden days and you know what it was like back then olden is it the olden days yeah back in the gap is for it us, really for us born in the 1900s in the, the 1900s late, 1900. late? yeah you gotta, <laughs> late. you gotta say the whole thing like a tribe called quest uh, it makes me wonder if it's really worth that legend and I don't really get like I don't really feel I mean I, of course like it's from like a 30 second trailer what do you know but um, like I don't know if it's really going to be 
all of that, like I, I'm kind of feeling Sam on a cautiously optimistic thing. Um, like that's that's sort of what I'm thinking. But at the same time, I wonder, like, because I feel like at this point, my phone can run crisis, you know. So hey, really, really quick, I'm gonna let you go, Snips. Really quick, I want to shout out to slow slow mo backslap in the chat. Slow mo backslap is in the chat. We'll get you on the show, brother. He says Crytek may have survived by licensing their mm. engine out to Amazon, who created a modified version of it called Lumberyard for their games. That that could very well be how they survived. Because I mean, I don't think what we were hearing was was false on them having financial issues. But go ahead, Snips. Uh, I was gonna say to to Dallas's question as far as the legend of of how strenuous Crisis was on hardware back when it released, mm -hmm. absolutely true. Like when you when you go back in time and you see this is one of the oldest memes I remember when you see that meme of like it's the NASA control room center and everybody's like celebrating <laughs> high fiving and then up on the big screen somebody photoshopped Crisis hitting twenty FPS like th that was real man that shit was not a joke like it oh, was man. this thing would chew up your systems but the thing about it is and this is a testament to how quickly technology evolves. Um, yeah, you're right. You right now your phone could probably run Crisis Remastered. Um, but that that isn't um that's nothing against the game. Back then it really was that demanding, man. You'd have to shell out for every top of the line component you could get. Um this was back in the days where you're probably ordering most of these parts from a freaking Tiger Direct catalog um before you'd even go to their website. So it's you were hunting down these parts that were, you know, scarce because they didn't think the market was there, so they weren't producing that many of them. Now this thing is crazy. There's more competitors. There's more options. There's more availability. And everything that the technology is capable of has scaled exponentially. So there's, it's, you know what? I will say it will be a system melter for Crisis 4 because I still can't buy a damn 30 series GPU at MSRP. So yeah, I'm sure that thing's going <laughs> to, it's, it's going gonna, it's gonna to tear my 1080 up. I guarantee no you. Hey, uh, really quickly, we got one more topic. Uh, and I want you guys to get ready as you know at the end of the chat, uh, end of the show. We'd like to get suggestions for people to watch and or play. So in just a few moments, make sure you guys drop down an anime, a movie, or a video game that you think people should check out. And I'll be reading those out in the chat in just a few moments, okay? Um, I do want to swing back over uh, to Sam because we're hearing that Respawn, instead of Titanfall 3, instead of Titanfall 3, which we deserve, we're getting three new Star Wars games. Um, yep. Johnny, don't kill me for this, but I'd rather have Titanfall 3 than new Star Wars games. But, um, Sam, your thoughts on us getting three new Star Wars games from uh, Respawn? Uh, I think Respawn, and more specifically Vince Zampella, are lifting EA on their back and carrying them up the mountain mm -hmm. right now. Because uh, Respawn is just... People talk about Insomniac being a steal of a purchase for Sony, and rightfully so, based on what they've done. People don't talk about how Respawn has been that for EA. Respawn was around $300 million, I think, mixed cash and stocks somewhere Stole. around there. So, uh, th like, they are... <laughs> they're ridiculous. They're just absolutely ridiculous at this point. Look, it sucks. I want Titanfall 3. I want Titanfall 3. I bought Titanfall 2 at full price, okay? So I'm not part of the problem. <laughs> I was right there in the beginning. It is what it is. It, it sucks, and the fact is, Jedi Fallen Order did extremely well, and that game proved to EA that single-player games can succeed. So as much as I wish we were getting Titanfall 3, if this is what it takes to, like, drill through into EA's corporate brain and make them understand, like, hey, no, people want these games, I get it. 
Um, a follow-up to Fallen Order is a no-brainer. A first-person yeah. shooter set in Star Wars from Respawn is a no-brainer. The strategy game is the one that caught me by surprise. That's the one I was a little like, huh, wait a minute, what are y'all doing? But uh, I'm for it. I'm, I'm like, I'll take it. I, I'm not going to say no to something like that. I like my strategy games. Uh, no, I think it's a good thing for Respawn. I think it's a good thing for EA. Unfortunately, it does mean, like, kill any pipe dream of Titanfall 3 for now. Yeah. Yeah, that which which sucks. Uh, swing around to the panel before we got to our suggestions. Any uh, thoughts or opinions about these new Star Wars games? Um, yes, I think this gives hope. Uh, not hope. I, I think this shines a light on the opportunity for Respawn to, in my opinion, become like the Western, the U.S. is like from soft because if you crank. Uh, Fallen Order up to I believe the, high, the highest difficulty is like Jedi Master or something like that it feels like a Soulsborne game like you're getting wrecked by any and everything the game throws at you but it still feel it doesn't feel it felt fair like it, it had that balance that drive that keeps a lot of people in within that from, soft, from software ecosystem that world Um, so I think you know, maybe you slap a new coat of paint on it, go a different world, do something different. You can have your own Western um, Souls series coming from Respawn. So that's, you know, that's my thoughts on that whole thing. What you got, Hooks? Uh, Johnny and I have talked about this several times. Uh, when Eclipse was announced, <laughs> um, I don't want to be the good guy anymore. Like, they kind of forced... That sounds horrible when I say it like that, but I am tired of seeing... <laughs> Johnny's like corrupted the... hugger. Oh, yeah, I mean, lost one. She corrupted was... him. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I mean, nothing can stop the empire. <laughs> nothing can stop the empire. I'm tired of being the good guy. Sometimes, like Assassin's Creed Rogue, I want to be the bad guy every once in a while. I don't want to be the one that is like, "Woo, I saved the galaxies." No, sometimes I want to be the one that destroys the galaxy for just a little bit, for more than just a little bit, and. It three. looks good. I want it to play good. And Star Wars, I'm not super a super fan, but I do like the games. And, and Baron's right. Give me a Jedi Master uh, Fallen Order. More of that and the way it looks and how it's like a cinematic movie that you can play. That's all I want. I'm easily entertained. But I want it to be bad. Like, I won't be bad. I won't be a Sith. I want to be bad. <laughs> I've, I've literally played on TikTok. I've played KOTOR and KOTOR 2 multiple times each. Never once have I even been slightly tempted to do like a Paragon playthrough or a Jedi playthrough. Yeah. I'm full Sith every time. Look but not at, only that, this I'll even do like head. I'll even right. do like the same Sith build. And it's the same thing I do in Mass Effect. I've played mm -hmm. that game. I've lost count of how many times I've played through the first two ones, and three I've I've beaten, and it's full renegade every single time. I like to be evil, man, in my video games. It's where I want to be. In the Star Wars MMO, I think my top characters are two Siths, and my Jedi's. If they're level seven, I would be surprised. I do. I I need to. I never finished the campaign for that, but I do remember the point where it let me force choke a hut, and I was like. Man, that thick ass neck, and I'm sitting here force choking. I felt phenomenal. That game, that game lets you do some messed up stuff too, man. Like I murdered a whole, I murdered a whole crew of people, blamed it on somebody else, and then murdered them too. And it's just like, oh, I love this. This is great. Not the young ones. 
Okay. Yes, oh, master, the young master, the youngling. You see that that hut, man? Java makes me look slim, bro. But look, you we just how, don't want to be the good guys anymore. You see Thanks. how excited people just got at the just the thought of being able to do stuff like that in a Star Wars setting. This this is why they know that's a win. That like absolutely a win. Okay, so strategy game wise. I thought about it just a just a tad, and um, I sometimes I feel like that doesn't work in certain settings. But after seeing how like how I feel about like Marvel's Midnight Suns, I feel like that's about to be really interesting and right up my alley, and like in a way that some games like it are not, and that makes me think that that same not that exact formula. I mean, maybe that exact formula. Who knows? But Star Wars um and strategy could be a beautiful marriage. It make me think that that could actually really work out in like very interesting ways, and the only thing to be um to be wondered about at that point is storytelling, um, which for the most part everything except the movie has. Um, now Fallen Order, I just actually finished Fallen Order what late last year, early this year, whatever. Um, for the first time, and I was mad that I hadn't played it before. Like it, it really got a strong reaction from me, and um, like who I, I'm, I'm sitting here. I've been thinking over the last few days what part two could actually look like. I need to see Cal as like a, a as a master, or I need to play as like his Padawan, but um, a slightly more you know dark side leaning <laughs> Padawan. Um, you know it's 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 just there's so much you could do. Uh, it's so much space there, and like that's a must i need to see it happen so um i can't really begin to explain to y'all or anybody in the chat how hyped i am to know that there's not one not two but three star wars games coming and i'm probably buying each one day one as long as they don't look like complete garbage or you could wait now, and get them on at game pass or EA play there you go there you go i always come back to game pass listen we're at the end of the show this is the perfect time oh, for yeah. you guys to begin to drop your suggestions um, I'm going to read some of these out before I get to the panel. Uh, da, 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 I'm going to go back up. Ryan Ginther says, check out an anime, uh, check out the anime Tokyo Revengers. And the game to check out is Persona 5. Uh, da, 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 da. Frizzle says, anime I recommend is Hunter Hunter. Great anime. For game I recommend, Death's Door. I bought it uh, last year, but now it's on Game Pass indeed. Uh, da, da, da. I think this, this isn't a suggestion, but Johnny did say uh, they, uh, they finally order to succeed because it was a really good single player game or because EA finally did something good with the franchise. Both because um, it was also at the time EA said single player games, nobody wants to play those anymore. Uh, Mina Yeti says anime Wakfu season four coming to Netflix, uh, soon. Also, Book of Boba Fett episode five is uh, also epic. Uh, mm-hmm. also, Cuphead show seems exciting. Uh, Sam gonna say his out loud. I see Sam's in here, but he gonna say it out loud. Uh, any more here before I get to the? (laughs) Oh, Uh, Wolf says says, I just picked up nobody. Oh, Star Wars Empire War. The combo of SW strategy does work. Uh, Wolf says just picked up nobody saves the world and Pooparazzi on Game Pass. Pooparazzi, good guy. Pooparazzi, Pooparazzi, (laughs) Pooparazzi. Yeah, no. Yeah, no, I can't uh, spell. Flames uh, says, I recommend the anime Roka Braves of the Six Flowers. Slow Backslap says, uh, play Disco Elysium and watch Arcane. All right, D, I'm going to start with you. Um, your suggestions for people to watch and do play for this week. 
Oh man, if you were a, a super nerd, I mean like the the type of nerd that probably still gets beat up in adulthood, Whoa. then I need you to go on literally any platform except your phone, even though it's coming there too, and download Yu-Gi-Oh! Master Duel. Um, because like I said, I feel like I said this already, but it is it's better, it's a free game and it's better than the one I paid money for. Um so yeah, it's it's if you ever been into Yu-Gi-Oh! at any point in your life um you're not really losing much but maybe a little bit of sleep if you decide you want to get good at it again um also i suggest that everybody go watch it's going to be said a couple times and i'm saying it again go watch book of boba fett it actually makes me realize how much i miss the mandalorian and how much like i like that show as what it is um but book of boba fett is a nice second um is is absolutely worth a watch especially if you you know kind of tired of the Jedi stuff like I hear some people uh complain about I don't see why you would be but um if you're kind of tired of you know lightsabers there's only one in this show so like <laughs> do with that what you will um but enjoy it because it's great also um since we already brought up Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order that's actually a must play I'm like I said I'm mad that I waited so long to try it out you need to try it out it's just is is that good the story's great the combat is very very engaging um it's it's fair it's like like baron said it's fair it's one of those things where uh you can die a hundred times to one thing and you not really get frustrated but go back into it um your next time with a you got me effed up i'm about to win this attitude and that's saying a lot for a game like that so jump into those three things and uh hit me next week and i'll give you some more all right, let me check the chat, see if we have any more suggestions here. All right, now, just don't forget to drop your suggestions in the chat, guys. I am definitely want to read those out. Citizen Snips, you up next, boss. What you got the people should watch under a play? Uh, something to watch. Um, I've been, I'm getting close to the end. I think I'm on episode six or seven or something like that of um, Silent Sea, which I think somebody on here mentioned last me. week or the week before. Great show. Um, Great pretty show. good. Uh, if I start projectile vomiting water everywhere, don't worry. I will most I likely be okay. Um, it's just my, my fan for the show coming out. Uh, so that one's been fun. Anime, I, I decided to scroll back in my completely or my completed list, um, grab a title from 2006 called Kakaishi. Um, it's, uh, it was, it had a pretty big following, I think when it was airing. So it's, it's, it's a pretty well-received anime. It's about, uh, an Onmyoji, which is like a, uh, an exorcist of sorts, um, so it's got the whole demon battles kind of thing going through it, but I remember that being really, really good. Fifty-two episode anime as well, so it's got a decent, decent length to it, which everybody loves, right? Nobody can complain about that. Um, certainly, no way that can be taken out of context either. <laughs> nope. um, so that's a really good show. I would go back and check that one out. I believe it's still on. If it's not on Crunchyroll anymore, this app is telling me it is available on Hulu. Um, so if you have that, if you want to find other ways, that's between you and Jesus. Um, and, uh, for a game to play, I've mentioned this one last week, but I hadn't started it yet. Um, but I have played it now for a good couple hours. Go play Lost Odyssey, still available on Xbox compatible with series SX and one X and one S, um, and all that fun stuff, but a 360 RPG title. I've been playing through it. I've been watching my friend play through it while she streams. I'm enjoying the heck out of it out of, uh, in a time when that game came out, it was a, uh, JRPGs or, or RPGs in general wanting to clone Final Fantasy as much as possible and try and capture some of the massive fandom that that game had. Out of anything else I've seen, 
this is the only game I've seen that comes remotely close to not not necessarily mimicking it, but capturing that kind of vibe, um, yeah. like the balance of kind of the tone of it with the combat. And it is fairly challenging. Um, the XP grind is real. Uh, it's It seems like a really cool game. I'm enjoying the heck out of it so far. So Lost Odyssey, A Silent Sea, and Kakaishi for an anime for you. Uh, in the chat, Chakalaka says he doesn't have any movies to suggest this week. Uh, but you guys want you guys to go watch Peacemaker on HBO Max. Let me get that uh, locked. Spoiler, spoiler alert. That was one of my suggestions. All right, uh, sis, what you got this week, love? Uh, so I've been going back into old TV shows. Uh, go watch Martial Law. If you guys like Samo Hung and Kelly Hugh. Kelly Hugh has been the voice of so many video game stuff. And she's uh, she's in the X-Men movie. She's the chick with the five claws that stabs Logan. Samo is... Area of Jet Li and uh, Jackie Chan. Great martial arts show. It only Legend, ran for like a bro. season. Uh, if you guys want to show this on crack that you guys like to like, if you like early robot chicken, uh, Smiling Friends, it's another new adult swim show. It's on its first season and it is, it's a trip. I wasn't expecting it, but it's so nah, much fun. That, that game looks, that, that show looks ridiculous. It's, watch it at three in the morning, because that's a perfect time to watch it, because it's just like, I don't understand what's going on, but I miss this kind of animation and all this crazy stuff. Don't watch it with kids. It is not a kid show. Uh, game, go play some Octopath Traveler, because it, you got four or eight characters to play, and, you know, it's a beautiful little game. And for a bonus, if you guys are old like me in Dallas, uh, go watch Golden Girls. Mm. Great uh, show. Shout out to the chat. Uh, Frizzle says a pretty old and Frizzle says a pretty old and popular anime to watch. Also, is Berserk the original absolute top tier? Mm-hmm. Don't watch the three D uh, one. Man, Johnny says he recommends Star Wars Battlefront two, the two thousand five version, and the that was the last good Battlefront. All right, B. Second, uh. second to last. What you got? Okay, um, so I've been hooked on like slice of life uh anime for a while. Like I've been on this this crazy train of it, and I made my way to one called My Senpai is Annoying, and I think it's one of the cutest, funniest things ever. Uh, it it if you've worked in an office place and you've seen the awkward relationship tension that forms around like the works pay- place in the uh and the water the watering hole like all of that that's what this show encompasses and it's it's hilarious and gaming wise um i've been playing a game um but say yeah the game you can say it say the game Aaron. yeah okay so i've been playing dying light 2 now i'll leave it at that but to clear my mind and cleanse my palate, and when I wish to get lost in the deep dive that is grinding for XP and items that I'll never use or to put them on a character, that I equip them on a character that I will never use again just to power level them to then unlock an ability to give me that ability to then go into the item world and rank that up to then take that item and that ability and then equip it to my main character who has no business casting wind magic but if you wish to dive into this life of endless infinite grind and when you said that about lost odyssey i got hype disgaea five it has a very similar system like you equip items so certain characters can learn abilities and then oh yeah yeah. (laughs) Uh, life 
But yes, this guy of five. And the only reason I'm not recommending this guy of six is for the simple fact that they went to the whole 3D animation, like chibi art style. And honestly, it's a weird thing that I do not like. <laughs> and it, it's enough to make me not like want to play a game when they go that route. Um, and I'm absolutely hooked on this guy of five whenever it just whenever I feel like just emptying my brain and going into the item world for good 10 hours. Last but not least, our guest for the evening. Sam, what do you suggest for people to watch and or play for this week? Yeah, so I uh, don't have a movie, but I'll give you a couple. Well, I'll give you a show, an anime, and a couple of games. How's that? Okay. So first off, if you have not seen Arcane I, on Netflix, I don't know what you're doing. It is. I barely have any time, and I've rewatched that thing three times. Arcane mm-hmm. is excellent. I hear people it's say, so like, I don't know anything about League of Legends. Good. That makes it better. That, that's oh, even, that's okay. even better. That was Fantastic. my reason for not watching it. No, oh, no yeah. it doesn't matter. It does not matter, okay. dude. The it moment will make you want to play League of Legends, don't do it. Yeah, no. If it may, if you get the inkling, oh, I should go check that out. Ah, uh-uh, no, 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 no. Kill that. Kill that notion. Bad idea. Bad yeah. idea. But Arc- Arcane is no hyperbole. One of the best shows I've ever seen. Uh, it, it's incredible. Okay. Absolutely incredible. Mm-hmm. Uh, so yeah, and then uh, a couple of games. I have actually been playing Uncharted: Legacy of Thieves Collection. It's Uncharted oh, Four and Lost Legacy oh. remastered for the PS Five. Real good. It's really good. They cleaned up that god-awful motion blur that was really over the top. It's 60 FPS. It's actually 120 FPS mode if you have a compatible TV. It's really good. And also, like, I know you have to pay to upgrade, but it is two games instead of just one, so it's a little less egregious than what Sony usually pulls. It's worth it. It's five bucks a game. It's worth it. It's definitely worth diving back into those. And then the other thing I'll give for the Xbox players is if you, for some reason, don't have Mass Effect Legendary Edition... That's on EA Play and by extent Game Pass Ultimate this month. So get on that. Seriously. Just get on that. Also, and I got I got one suggestion. Uh apparently I missed this gym uh last generation. So I'm playing it now on the Series X via backwards compatibility. Binary binary domain. Oh ooh. yes. Don't Thank know you. where I was last gen. No. Do not you, know how that I is not your game. fault. That game came out. Like three weeks before Mass Effect Three, it got buried. That is not your fault. Go back. It was just on sale on the Xbox Store. I think I got it for like five bucks, maybe six bucks. Wow, really good game. Um, I would love this type of game to get the remake, remaster treatment. Um, it is definitely worth it. Listen, I want to say this for everybody who came out tonight. Some of y'all have dipped already, but for the ones who still here, you guys are freaking amazing. Thank you guys for coming out and rocking with us. Uh, I do have Sam's uh, Twitter handle linked in the chat, I mean, in the description. So make sure you guys go follow my brother. If you want some some awesome, incredible news coming from him, from Windows Central, Android Central, uh, iMore, this is the man. Really cool guy. You guys will not be disappointed. Again, get your game news from LV1Gaming.com. Tomorrow, we will have Take Two. You see that photo of The Rock, because we're talking to Rock and what possible video game movie he is talking about uh, starring in. Friday is Peep Game. Sunday, Starcross Gamers. Monday, we'll have a new 15 Minutes of Fame, and we are talking God of... No, we're talking Zelda. I almost uh, slipped up. We're talking Zelda uh, this Monday, 15 Minutes of Fame. Tuesday, Cogs in the Machine returns. And next Wednesday, Double XP, uh, Level 1. 88 and then that thursday should be the return of happy hour again you guys are freaking amazing thank you guys for rocking with us with all of that said congratulations you guys leveled up to 187 this was the wp podcast you guys are great 
We'll see you guys next week. Later. Sarangay.